citizen, The Arrival, Chapter 35. After lunch with Tori, Tracy went back to Todd's and prayed. He acknowledged what God had done and that he was about to own a house. Tracy also wondered how he would pay for it, so he asked. Go back to repeating what I promised you, he said, and thank me for it every morning. Whenever you feel uneasy through the day, say it out loud. That's going to be a lot of praying, Lord, Tracy said. It will be a lot of saying to see it, he said. So Tracy did. He said his prayer before he searched for a job. If anxiety hit as he waited for people to call, he said it again. Tracy said it while he worked out and during lunch. Sun up to sundown, Tracy repeated God's promises for five days. However, when Todd was around in the evenings, Tracy didn't say it aloud. Tracy knew Todd wouldn't understand until he saw God get Tracy his house. Todd was also distracted because at the end of January he was hosting his 40th birthday party. After Thanksgiving, Tracy and Sabrina had stuffed translucent, pearlized envelopes that announced Le Noir Elegante, also known as the Old Black Stank Soiree. The party was a multi-day event, and Todd had prepared all year. The basement's remodel included a grotto-style bath. The back wall of the niche was lit for a life-sized Grecian woman who carried cement fruit, and her nude bow held towels for the shower. There was only one thing left to install, which blocked Tracy's entrance when he came back from an interview. The large red leather couch took up the front hall and was stuck at an absurd angle into the white leather couches of the living room. Todd stood behind it. Ta-da! Todd said. What do you think? It's awesome, Tracy said. But I'm not sure it looks good here. Silly, Todd said. I had it custom-made and delivered for the basement. Tracy wondered why the couch wasn't fully delivered, but Todd was undaunted. Come on, put your stuff down and help. Then we can go eat dinner real quick and sit on my new couch and watch TV on my new flat screen. But the stairs to the basement were as grand as the rest of his home in style elements only, and the couch got stuck at the first turn. Careful with my leather! Todd said. I can patch a wall. Four hours later, Tracy called a timeout. I think something's wrong with this process. I guess you're right, Todd admitted. So, are you going to send it back? Hell no, Todd exclaimed. This bitch is going into the basement. And when Tracy came home the next day, the red leather couch was gone. Tracy followed the trail of fine white dust to the middle landing, and Todd stuck his powdered face through the couch-sized hole. She's in here, Todd said. She looks good, too. But there was another problem, which Todd explained over dinner. Tracy, Todd said, 
I don't mean to be rude, but you're going to have to find somewhere else to be on Thursday. You mean because of your out-of-town guests? Tracy asked. No, they have their hotel rooms, and Todd hesitated. But the closed-door party on Thursday is my inner circle, and you don't know them. Don't worry, Tracy, he said. You will be in your new house. Uh, don't worry, Tracy repeated. I understand. I'll find a place to be. Thank you, Todd said. Tracy wasn't totally convinced, but he stood in faith. Then, on the Wednesday of Todd's birthday party, the title company called. They were ready to close and wanted Tracy to come in the next day. Lord, Tracy said, I don't have a job yet. Have you not understood anything by now? He asked. What have we been saying? Tracy said it. Thank you, Father, for my perfect job, my perfect house, my perfect body, and my perfect spouse. Good, he said. It is time for you to see what you have been saying, and you will see it tomorrow. Lord, I'm not trying to go there and lie. Just go to the bank for the certified check, take Tory to the closing, show up on time, and shut up. Show up and shut up, Tracy thought. That was pretty clear, so Tracy called Tory. Both knew the realtors were supposed to do a 48-hour check on employment, but when Tracy told Tori his directive, she became his aide-de-camp. Now remember, Tori instructed, all we gonna do is show up and shut up. Just sign. And when all this is over, we're gonna rejoice, because God got you a house without a job. They went to the small office in a nondescript building to meet with the title agency. No questions were asked of Tracy, except for the check, which he handed over and signed the receipt. Tracy was handed more papers that were explained, and he signed. Explain, sign, and repeat went on for about half an hour, and Tracy left the office with the key to his new townhome. Because God believes in overflow, Tracy also left with a $3,000 check back from the closing costs, which he knew was to buy furniture. As soon as Tracy and Tori were back in the Jeep, they screamed and rejoiced, and as they went to the townhouse, it started to snow. Everything was in place, the maple floors, granite countertops, and cherry cabinets. Then... Tracy noticed the knobs and looked around. He went to the front door and went upstairs. Every knob and fixture in the entire house was brushed nickel, and Tracy laughed at God's joke. He loved brushed nickel, and five was the number of grace. When they were finished rejoicing, Tori looked at Tracy. "'What are we going to do now?' she asked. Tracy stood in the living room in front of the fireplace and mantle he always wanted. He got pensive, turned in a circle, and looked around in thought. We're going to have dinner real fast, Tracy said. Then I'm going to take you back home 
because I have my own private praise and worship session to do. Why is that? Tori asked. Didn't we just have one? I feel like there's more to this, Tracy said, still turning slowly in the middle of the living room. I just have to ask, so I'm going to stay here by myself tonight. Well, Tori decided, you at least need a shower curtain and a towel, cause there ain't no blinds. Hello everyone, Tracy here. I hope you're enjoying my story. We'll let you know how to support this podcast later. But for now, the best thing you can do is follow us and share it with your friends and family. So if you like what you're hearing, please help us out by telling people about it. And thanks again. So they left and had a light dinner because snow had set in. Tracy dropped Tori off, and he bought toiletries, milk, bread, peanut butter, and jelly. He made a quick sandwich and put the groceries in his virgin refrigerator. Then he flicked the switch that turned his fireplace on and sat in the middle of the floor. He thanked the Lord, drank his milk, and ate his peanut butter and grape jelly sandwich. When he finished eating, he got up and danced for joy. Stop, he said abruptly. What, Lord? Tracy said. You are rejoicing over the wrong thing. What do you mean? Go outside, he said. Tracy looked through his windows, and it was snowing hard. Will I need a coat? No, he said. You are not going to be out there very long. Tracy put his shoes on, because there were a few inches of snow on the ground. What now, Lord? Tracy asked as he stood outside. Grab that stake in the ground, he said. Tracy was shown the plain wooden stake at the corner of the lot. He went and wriggled it out of the ground, and the bottom was covered with mud and ice. Now take it and run back in the house, he said, and Tracy did. Shut the door and lock it. And Tracy did. Go into the living room by the fireplace. And Tracy did. Tracy held the stake so the mud and ice were over the hearthstone, warmed himself by the fire as he waited, and the mud and ice melted. You are rejoicing over the wrong thing, he repeated. What should I be rejoicing over? Tracy asked. Remember back in Atlanta, when I had you reading Psalm 91 every morning for a year, until I released you from it? And all of his words came back to Tracy, as easily as he knew his name. Psalm 91 He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust.
His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold, and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Tracy smiled, but still didn't completely understand. Well, he said, welcome to the secret place. Wh what? Remove the dirt from the bottom of the stake. Tracy tapped the stake on the hearthstone carefully, so not to stain his new carpet, and all the mud and ice fell off as a piece. On the end that had been in the ground was clearly marked in a contractor's black marker, Lot 91. Tracy smiled, marveled at the Lord, and spent his first night in his secret place of peace. Selah. The next night was Todd's welcome party. When Tracy signed the guest book with the feather pen, he wrote his new address for the first time, and Todd came over to give Tracy a hug. Thank you for understanding about last night, Todd said, and then he noticed what Tracy was doing. What are you writing? My new address, Tracy said. Todd looked at him, because Todd was still not convinced of Tracy's connection to the Lord. Todd never understood why Tracy left NC State, and Todd couldn't believe Tracy could buy a house so soon, particularly without a job and nothing saved. Really, Tracy said. This is the address of my new townhouse. How do you buy a townhouse in two days? Todd exclaimed. Tracy shrugged his shoulders. "'How come you didn't tell me?' Todd asked. Tracy looked around at Todd's guests. "'You were busy,' Tracy said. "'Happy 40th birthday, my friend. You have always been there for me, and I am so grateful.'" On Saturday, 
over a hundred revelers swarmed to the house for the old black stank soiree. At some point, Tracy and Sabrina stood and admired the new red leather couch. With all the time that had passed, the long friends shared a moment of reflection amidst the din. A large platter of hors d'oeuvres was on a stand outside the VJ booth next to them, which matched the display of fruit the Grecian nude held in the niche of the grotto. Tracy, Sabrina said as she ate a grape, if you could make a million dollars, how would you do it? I'd write a book, Tracy answered. Sabrina picked up a strawberry. Well, what's stopping you? And she bit her strawberry and walked off, and Tracy felt a confirmation. After Todd's party, Tracy moved into his new house and used his $3,000 check to buy furniture. Once he got a phone number, Tracy called Dixie, the HR director, the carefully painted one with the tight business skirt and brunette hair and blonde highlights. Tracy told her the details of his brand new townhouse before he told her his name. Before she could hang up, Tracy told her that God loved her and something happened. Tracy's praise report affected her, and Tracy heard her softly crying on the other end of the line. Then Tracy settled into his house. He spent evenings in front of his fireplace, or in his jacuzzi as he praised God, and thanked him for the good things he had done. Tracy took refuge in the dwelling meant for him, shielded from the noisome pestilence, where no evil could befall him and Tracy lived there, just he and the Lord. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you would like to purchase the book, Dual Citizen, it is available on Amazon. Be sure to search for Dual Citizen, The Connection. All three books, The Connection, The Training, and The Arrival, are available in print as well as on Kindle. Dual Citizen, The Connection, is also available on Audible. So, if you would like to skip ahead and see how everything turns out, feel free. But don't tell your friends the ending. Thanks again, and we hope everyone will find their place at the table.